0: Santo Shini Jagan Mata Mamaso Bakya Brathe Namaskaro Mi Baktya Prasanna Varada Baba Sankaram Sankara Chadim Keshavam Badarayanam Sutra Bashir Oh, 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 bon two verse. Dhyayato vishayan pumsaha Dhyayato supajayate pumsaha Sangat I'm going to Prasadi Sarva dukhanam. Prasadi Pajayate. So, so far we have seen <coughs> Sthita Pratnya Lakshana This is the end of the second chapter. First Bhagawan divided this into two sections. One is the characteristic of sthita Pratya, how he is, what he is and from the standpoint of his nature what is the nature of that the pratyana was described then afterwards Bhagavan talked about how to become a sthita Pratnya. so sthita pratnya. Sādhanāni. How one can attain that state? These two were given. So, Pratnya is knowledge. From that Pratnya to become Stita Pratnya. (coughs) So this is the change. Pratnya means knowledge, spiritual knowledge. Atmatyāni is called Pratnya. From that Atmatyāna, that alone is not enough. One has to get established in that. So, sthita-pratnya or sthira-pratnya is what is the discussion. For that we saw there are three main points Bhagavan discussed. That is, one is... The control of senses. Dhamma. Because our senses are now, right now, exposed to the world. All the doors are open. (coughs) Like your house. There are so many doors are there. If it is wide open, it is not safe. Anybody can enter from any place the same way we have five doors which are wide open right now and With the result what happens is the world enters Into you whether you like it or not the world enters into you and once it enters Then, you know, that is why we have to, there are certain houses, if you go, one room, one teenager's room, I saw a sign, enter at your own risk. (laughs) There are certain houses, they write also, all are welcome. Friends are welcome, some by coming, some by going. (coughs) So, (laughs) then there are different signs you can see. (coughs) Then trespasses are not allowed. (coughs) So, this kind of board we have to put up also. (coughs) When it comes to sense, objects, and sense pleasures. This sign we have to put up. Trespasses are not allowed. <laughs> unless you have sanction, unless you sanction, they should not enter on their own will. <laughs> so this is called dharma. <laughs> but sometimes what happens because of our prarabdha or because of situations. Our inherent tendencies, there are certain thought rises in our mind. In spite of you preventing it, it comes to us. And you get fascinated by that also. At that time, what is to be done is also, Bhagavan said, so dhyayato, that ladder of all we saw, dhyayato, shayan, saha. Sangaste Shupajayate Sangasanjayate Kamaha Kamap Krotho Vijayate Krotha Sammoha, Samoha Samoha Smdiviprahma Smdivrahmsha Tinasha Utinasha Pranashyati The ladder of all He has given. That as long as, even though the thought comes which you have no control, but you have a choice not to dwell upon it. So, sangatpa, prabhavan, kavan, sarvan, tektvan, seshadar. So, in six chapters, Bhagavan is going to talk about it in the meditation seat. When you try to control your thoughts, what happens? Suddenly, a thought comes which fascinates you. And in a split second, it takes you away from the meditation seat. In the sense, away from the meditation. So, this one has to be very alert with reference to the thought. You recognize it and ignore it. Or the best way is, O oh Lord, this thought has come now, it is not going to be very good, so I offer this to you. <laughs> offer to Bhagwan your thought also, your desire, your ambition, your anger, your jealousy. In Narada Bhakti Sutra, Bhagwan said, Dharada says, Kama, Krotha, Lopa, Moha, Madha, Matsarya, tasminne vagarniyam So, whatever emotion that you have you direct that to the Lord Bhagawan, then what happens Bhagawan will purify you He directs to our people, local people then what happen? you will get it back with interest So better don't do that Then, that is not enough, you know, it's called Shama Manonikraha Shama Control at the mental level. This is not enough. Then the third aspect also, that is reflection, mananam, upon the teaching of Shastra. So we have listened to the teaching of Shastra, either Gita lectures or Upanishad lectures or Satsanga, etc., you have heard. This is to be reflected upon. This reflection upon the teaching, the, even if you write notes, that if, whether you read that notes or not, it doesn't matter. <laughs> because sometimes what happens, you write very sincerely the notes and it uh, goes and sits in the shelf and you will not look at it also. <laughs> If, if it is available for somebody else to read, that also not possible. Your handwriting, you yourself cannot read sometimes. <laughs> so, but that doesn't matter. It is said, the very fact that you are writing note itself is a reflection. <laughs> it is a manana. So, you write notes for yourself. You read or not, it doesn't matter. That you write note itself is a great. Mananam, so this is called Nidhityasana. So Shama, Dhamma and Nidhityasana. These are the three topics Bhagavan discussed so far. <laughs> Otherwise what will happen? He told us that we will fall <laughs> from our own glory. And now then, Bhagavan talked about, once you have that discipline, prasada comes to you. prasada, a cheerfulness. So prasada here means cheerfulness. So this cheerfulness is the one that makes you free from all. Prasade sarvadukkhanam anihi asyobajayate prasanna so this prada, Prasada will remove all your Dukkha. Prasadam, Manaprasadam means what? Shanti. When the mind is tranquil, then what happens? Peace of mind you experience. Then in that peace of mind, what happens? All Dukkhas will go. All affliction will go. Now this much we saw yesterday. Now let us see the continuing the thought Now in the verses 66 and 67, the Lord is showing the other side of the picture, how the worldly man whose mind and senses are uncontrolled remains debarred from happiness and tranquility. A person who is disciplined, samadama, and with mananam adhidhyasana practice, how his mind become tranquil then he experiences joy he was given earlier now Bhagavan is showing an opposite picture <laughs> so when you get the opposite picture you will get a very good idea <laughs> nasti buddhirayuktasya nasti buddhira yuktasyam. nacha yuktasya bhavana NACHA BHAVAYAT ASHÁNTIHI NACHA BHAVAYAT ASHÁNTIHI ASHÁNTA ASHYA KUTASSUKHAM ASHÁNTA ASHYA KUTASSUKHAM NÁSTHI BUDDIRA AYUKTASYA NÁ means not asti is ease, buddhi, knowledge. Here knowledge is knowledge of the self. Ayuktasya of the unsteady. Yukta means integrated. Integrated what? Putti and mind. Integrated together. It's called Yukta Purusha. So right now our mind and intellect, they are not Yukta. When the mind says something, intellect says something else. When the intellect says something, mind says something else. There is a dichotomy within us. So this is not. This is the case. Ayuktaha means a person who is disintegrated within. So there is no knowledge of the self to the unsteady. Naja yuktasya bhavana. Naja and not ayuktasya of the unsteady. Bhavana bhavana means here. Generally, bhavana means emotion, etc. But here the meaning is meditation. Bhavana. And to the unsteady, there is no meditation. Bhavana. Nacha bhavedashyantihi. And to the unmeditated, there is no shanti peace. Then, ashantasya kutasukham. Bhagavan is asking a question to the Asanta person who is not peaceful how can there be happiness for him? So Asanta Sekutasukam. So Shravanam, so far we saw Shama, Dhamma, Shravanamanana and Nidityasana. Shravanam also you need Shama and Dhamma. If you are listening to a Vedantic discourse, your mind should not be wandering. <coughs> it is not like listening to Harigatha. In Harigata what happens is, most of the time Harigatha happens after dinner, 9 o'clock this Panditji will come. And he will, you will also sit in corners where there is comfortable seat, <laughs> especially when the backrest is good, And you, know, you will sit there and keep on listening. You already know the Katha, it's not that you don't know Rama Katha. And go to sleep in between, you wake up and ask, where is Ramji Ji, where are you? <laughs> then there's Abhi to ask, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Another 14 years is there. I like this, you know, you can afford to pick up the threat even though you sleep. But <laughs> once you... this Vedantic lectures are not like that. If you lose the link, you cannot pick up. You lose it. So one has to be very alert.
1: That's why here there are
0: there is a lakshana of a Brahmachari, a student, a Vedantic student's lakshana is given in our Subhashidani. So it is said, kāka drishtihi bhagadhyānam śvāna nidra tathai vaca jīrnavastram evam vidyārthi lakshanam. So vidyārthi lakshanam students. Especially a spiritual student's lakshana is, it says, uh, a student should have concentration like a crow. I don't know how is that. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> you can do some research on it. Concentration must be crow, must be kagadrishti bhagat <clears throat> dhyana, and meditation like crane. Yeah, that you must be knowing <laughs> it pretend he is meditating and when the fish come, pluck it will take. Then Shvanadidra, like a dog sleep. Any any time, any small sound he will get up, that kind of thing. Tataivacha alpahara, don't eat too much light food, because then he will be alert. Jirnavastram, here means simple dress. eva vidyarthi lekshanam, <clears throat> so you, one has to be very alert when he is listening to vedantic teaching especially so naasti buddhi na asti buddhihi there is no knowledge for the unintegrated Yuktaha means united integrated absorbed ayukta means opposite of that so, Ayukta Purusha, unintegrated person. Now, how do we integrate the mind and intellect together? Unless the personality is together, no achievement is possible, whether spiritual or material. Because this dichotomy one has to fix it. That is why we have in our culture the practice of values. Practice of values is not that we have a list of items, there are hundreds of them are there. You don't have to practice all of them. Any one of them you take and practice, that integrates your inner personality. <laughs> so all the values are given to us for this purpose alone. So this will unnecessarily check the dissipation of energy. So, values are the ones that check the dissipation of energy because mind has got infinite energy and that energy is not available to us because we have dissipated those energy through wrong channel of thinking. So, unnecessary wool-gathering thinking. (laughs) For nothing. Your worry is not going to solve the problem. But Swamiji, what to do? I know it is not going to solve, but worry is my nature. And one worry is over, another worry will come. If that worry is over, another worry will come. And without worry, they don't feel healthy. <coughs> so that kind of a situation, one has to give up. So mind becomes alert, energetic, cheerful. Only when the mind's energy is available to us. And this is through practice of any one value. It doesn't matter Sityamvada. There are so many values are there. Amanitma Thirteenth chapter Bhagavan is going to talk about twenty values. So any one of them. It's not that all of them you have to tick mark every day. It is not necessary. Any one of them you pick up. Which is good. Then, once you practice one, everything else will come to you automatically. So this will integrate the personality. So this split inside is the problem. Such a person will not find peace. Nachayuktasya bhavana, ayuktasya bhavana. Bhavana means meditation. Here dhyana is not possible for a person who is not integrated. Because when you sit for meditation, you try to concentrate. At that time, your mind will tell you, "What is the use of doing all these things? Why are you sitting down and closing your eyes and meditating for what?" For Suddenly a thought, mind will produce a thought, and then the intellect will say, "No, no, no, there is a, you, know, you can realise your truth, you are Paramatma." Sacana. Who says that? The Shastra says that. Shastra says, "Is is true or what? Have you seen the Paramatma? Have you seen anybody who has realized the truth? Have they told you that there is something called Paramatma? Now the mind will pose a lot of problems. And at that time, try intellect is trying to hush up, but it doesn't listen. <laughs> so, this Ayuktasya, a person who has not resolved the problem mentally, This dichotomy, if it is not resolved, then that mind is taken to meditation seat, it will not work, (laughs) it will not behave. Then we complain, Zavaji, everything is fine when I sit for meditation, my mind wanders. Yes, definitely it wanders. Why? Mind's nature is that. So you cannot stop at that time. It is to be trained during the day. So, that is why japa and all that is given, you know, japa means what? Boredom, face to face. You try to do the same, mantra continuously, unma shuva, unma shuva, mind get bored, you see. But you have to train the mind to do that, something that is boring, if the mind accepts it and finds some joy in that, then your job is done. <laughs> this is the key. Otherwise, why should they tell you to chant the same thing all the time? This is just to train the mind. So, such a mind when it is taken to the meditation seat, it will behave. Otherwise, there will be problem. Usually, bhavana means emotion, but here bhavana means contemplation, meditation. atmat How can he do meditation on self? He does not have knowledge of the self. Meditation is nothing but absorption in that atma jnana So before meditation, he has to expose himself to the teaching and understand the nature of atma. Only then, when he sit for meditation, the mind will be able to absorb. So for ayukta purusha, there is no knowledge. No meditation. Nacha bhavayata shantihi Abhavayataha na One who is uncontemplative, he has no peace. Why? Because Atma is shantaha. Ayukta Purusha is not aware of Atma Jnana and no meditation on Atma, so he does not know anything about Atma. And if you knew he would be peaceful, Because Atma's nature is Shanti (laughs) Now unless you become Shanti You cannot experience that Atma (laughs) If your mind is agitated Turbulent The turbulent mind will never be able to appreciate The Shanta Atma
1: (laughs) Therefore unless you make your mind
0: peaceful You will never be able to appreciate that is the idea up here. Those who know Atma, their happiness is eternal and not others. Ashantasat How can there be happiness to a person who is Ashandaha? <coughs> Disturbed person. So now, without peace of mind, where is the question of Atmananda? Atmananda can reflect only in a calm mind. So if you cannot see your reflection in water, it is possible only if water is undisturbed. You can see your face only when the water is undisturbed. If water is disturbed, you can see only disturbed image. Not clear image. <coughs> this permanent peace is available only with knowledge. Peace you get from any other method. <coughs> one person went and asked one Swami, Swamiji, everything is there, give me some peace. That Swami also was very humorous. He said, okay, come, I will give you. This is the one Swami said, I will give you peace. Everywhere he went, he cannot say, I cannot give you. This one said, yes, I will give you peace. He said, okay, come, sit down. So he sat down in front of the Swami. And Swami also sat, he went into Samadhi, into a meditation. And then this man was sitting there, few minutes, five minutes, he sat, he got disturbed. He wanted to call, Swami, Swami, Swami. And after 10-15 minutes, he disturbed the Swamiji and said, Swamiji, you you said you will show me, you give me peace. Now you are sitting and meditating and I don't get any peace. See, I was showing you what is peace. (laughs) Now you disturb me. You keep on asking me, calling me my name, Swami, Swami, how can you get peace? (laughs) So, simple thing just sitting quietly for some time we are not able to (laughs) do that's why for before you start meditation it is said you have to learn to be with yourself (laughs) huh you have to love your company see otherwise what happened in the meditation seat you have to sit with yourself unless you love yourself you can't sit That's why practice that when you are alone at home, do nothing. Don't call your friend and start talking on the phone or switch on the TV, music. Nothing like that. Switch off all the telephone calls, everything. Quietly sit. Don't initiate any thought. Enjoy your company. See how it works. And once you succeed in that, you start loving. Then you practice meditation, I tell you, it will be a child's play. <laughs> <Huh. clears throat> so, permanent peace only from attainment of self-knowledge. So, Gita study is not an academic pursuit. The purpose is total transformation. Transformation of what? The way I look at life. The way I look at the world and myself and that transformation brings peace of mind. It is not that after study of Vedanta the world is going to change for you. No. Vedanta never teaches to change people around you, to change the situation around you, to change the world around you. Vedanta doesn't teach that. What Vedanta teaches is, you look at it with a different vision and in the process you change. gurudev always used to say that you change, you don't change the world. World is Bhagawan's creation, it is perfect. What has to be changed is you, your outlook. <coughs> So, by Gita study, there are practical benefit, that is Shanti. Now, why there is no knowledge for this unstudy Now, Bhagwan gives the next verse with an example. Indriyanam kicharatam Yen Manonu Vidhyate Tadasya Harati Pratyam Tadasya Harati Vāyurnāvami Vambasī Vāyurnāvami Vambasī Indriyāṇam ki Charatā Indriyāṇam in senses Charatā, wandering which yet Manaha mind anuvithiyate follows for the mind which follows the wandering senses Tat Asya Harati Pratna that wandering senses carries away his Pratya discrimination like Vayuhu Navam Iva Ambasi. Like the wind carries away a boat on water. So, mind which follows the wandering senses. The mind follows means what? Through the sense organs. Eyes, ear, nose, tongue, touch. These are the five senses. And these senses follow the respective sense objects. Then what happens? Carries away his discrimination. The ability to think. If you keep on looking at certain things, you get fascinated. And that fascinated, fascination makes the mind get obsessed. We saw that fall. Dhyayato, that is to be remembered all the time, Yeah, that is one of the key verses. Mm. So when a person is looking at it or thinking about it, what happens? Attachment comes. The attachment develops into desire. Once it becomes a desire, then you cannot get out of it. You have to go through it by hook or crook. <laughs> So this is the problem. So before it develops into a desire, we have choices. So Bhagavan is giving an example here. Mind which follows the wandering senses carry away his discrimination like a wind carries away a boat on the waters. So a boat without a boatman. Okay. So that is to be added Otherwise, if there is a boatman, of course, he will uh, navigate it, but here there is no boatman. Discrimination is the boatman. That boatman has totally gone. <laughs> then, what is that? That's why in Kathopanishad also, there is a beautiful metaphor given. So this metaphor is taken from Kathopanishad. Atmanam <laughs> ratinam vidthi sadiram pratamevathu putthim ca Vitti vidthi so this physical body is like a chariot. And in the chariot we have five horses. Five senses are the horses. And the reins of the horses is in the hand of Krishna. That is called Buddhi. Buddhimcha Buddhi or Buddhi is a sarati, the charioteer. Manapragrahamevacha. Mind is the reins for the for the horses. Then who is the master of the chariot? Atmanam ratinam. The ego, ahankara, jiva is the master of the chariot. <laughs> now if you totally surrender to the intellect. Intellect is the way Bhagavan is directly reflected. And if you surrender to the intellect and the intellect is, the mind is in the hands of the intellect and the horses are in the hands of mind then the chariot will take you to the right goal (laughs) your destination you will reach otherwise what happened? you will end up in the hospital or (laughs) some other place sometime next to world also (laughs) so now here you can compare the wavering mind is to vayu. Vayu is the wavering mind. Boat navam. Wavering mind, the wind can carry away the boat of knowledge, which is not well rooted yet, destroy the boat and the person. So you can compare the wavering mind to vayu, wind. Boat, navam is compared to jnanam, knowledge. Waters this is this samsara, shayam sense object. Why the disintegrated person does not have that knowledge, understanding because indriyaanam charatam These five senses, organs roaming, Vishayeshu charatam roaming in the sense object, yet manaha his mind anuvithi yade, follow the sense organ. Now when you read this, you think that uh, is giving us too much of restriction. (laughs) And as all the Mahatmas, they are sitting in the Himalayas, they keep on telling you what a healthy person should not do. (laughs) You are given senses, you are given objects, these are all Bhagavanka creation. Senses are also created by the Lord, objects are also created by the Lord. When it comes to interacting, you are telling, don't do it, what is this, this is too much. It's not that. Our rishis are very practical. They never said not to indulge, please. And they are very well, all the rishis, they were not sannyasis; they were ghinastas also. They had children, they lived a normal life. The sannyasa order came much later. In fact, the uniform was introduced to us by our Shankaracharya, because at that time Buddhism was very much prevalent and Buddhist monks had uniform. So, in order to distinguish Buddhist monks from Hindu monks, Bhagavan Shankaracharya introduced this uniform to us. Until then, all these Mahatmas were very normal dress, they were not having any particular the saffron colour and all, This serial you see those colours, that are introduced later. <laughs> but originally this was not there. So, they lived a good life. It's not that they rejected everything. And in Pradhanam Abhinishat, this Yatti had two wives and he was very rich it seems. <laughs> and why he was rich? Because he was such a scholar and he used to go and debate and he is going to defeat all those uh, scholars. And Janaka Maharaj used to give thousands of cows. You know, how many thousands of cows he must have collected, we have no idea. So that many cows he has collected, naturally he is a rich person. So what I am trying to say is, it is not the rishis are telling, they are saddest people. They tell you not to enjoy intelligent life. That's not what it is here. You will be able to enjoy better if you are disciplined. You will have a better intake of happiness when it is moderate. <laughs> Moderately used, what happens, health also, if you watch TV continuously, 24 hours, what happens? Your eyes go, isn't it? The glasses become thicker and thicker and thicker like that. So also, any indulgence, eating also, eat, oh, eat. You know, one bucket of rasgulla. you sit down and eat, what happens? Then what happened? You developed vairagya for this... <laughs> you don't want to look at it anymore. You know, when I was in Thai, uh, Hong Kong, you know, that time, first time I went outside the country, and uh, I didn't know what to eat, because I heard this Chinese, they eat everything, you know, except uh, whatever that is moving. Airplane, they don't eat, but they with four legs, two legs, three legs, everything they eat except table, chair, that, that's the only thing left. Now, I don't know what to Somebody told me, take cheese sandwich. <laughs> they wrote me in Chinese, you go to your restaurant, show this, they will give you. It's called cheese in Chinese. Now, <laughs> now, breakfast, cheese sandwich, lunch, cheese sandwich. <laughs> Dinner cheese sandwich, three months gone like that. Now anybody show tell me about cheese sandwich, I am so allergic to it. I said, no way. <laughs> because overindulgence, is <isn't> <laughs> So regulation is what is advised here. So when we say samadham, what we are telling is regulated way of indulgence. So also you see the car is given to you, you are paying the taxes, you paid for the car, you got the license, you cannot drive as you want. (laughs) Isn't it? For the sake of the society, people, other drivers, you have to follow certain rules. For your own safety. The same way these rules are given to us by our masters for our own safety. So don't take it as these people are sadists. they are putting <laughs> shackles on our desires, wishes and all that. So, <clears throat> so Lord Krishna here emphasized the sense control, if sense control is not there, if there is no Shama, then there is no Dhamma also, then it will not allow the Atvattyana to arise in the mind. So, haradipritnyam vayurnam okay. vvampasim. Indriyanam vijaradam yanvanom vitiyate tadasya haradipritnyam vayurnam vvampasim. See, our Gurudev used to give us an example. It's very beautiful. When we get up in the morning, a thought comes to your mind. Now that thought will lead to another thought. And that thought will lead to another thought. And it will never allow you to land. He used to give an example, in Kerala there are these supari trees, arikina trees, very thin and when it is ripe, Big, big bunches are there. And those uh, plantations is like runs in miles. So the person who has to cut, he is a very professional person. He, he has to cut this, this supari. What he does is he climbs upon one tree, anaculate tree, and then chops off, and it will come down. Then what he does, he doesn't land. He bend the tree, get on to another one. <laughs> then after finishing that, he'll bend again. He'll get on to another one, and by the time he land, it will be evening. Gurudev used to give an example like this: is what we do with reference to our thoughts. We never land. <laughs> we keep going from one thought to another, one thought to another, one thought to another. This is where our energy gets dissipated. Why do we become tired in the evening? Not because you have physically done any work. It is thinking. Thinking is okay, but wrong channel of thinking. So this is what Bhagawan is trying to tell. Indriyanam Vichardan. Yanmanoam vidiyate If the mind runs after these thoughts it is not that mind is going after the sense-objects per se, but the thought of that sense-object is the one that creates problem. <laughs> so, tadasya haradiprajnyam vayurna vivaampasi. Ah, continuing. <clears throat> therefore, tasma, Bhagavan gives, therefore, after giving this logical discussion, Tasma adyasya maha pahoh Tasma adyasya maha pahoh Nikrahita nisarvaśah Indriya nindriyartibhya Tasya pratyna pradhishthita Tasmat, yesya mahabaho, Tasmat, therefore, e mahabaho, mighty armed Arjuna, Tasya prithya pratishida, his knowledge is study yesya whose indriyani sarvasaha nigrahidani, indriyarthet So, indriyani, the senses completely restrained from the sense objects. That's why Bhavan is calling Arjuna mahabaho. All very nice. When you say, Baba you are a good boy, isn't it? Yes, now bring me a glass of water. <laughs> He's already said I am a good boy. He cannot say no. <laughs> Same way, Bhagavan also, Baba oh, 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 mighty armed soldier. Now he cannot say you are mighty armed soldier, you are controlling, you are capable of controlling the whole army. But can you not control your own senses? <laughs> So, therefore, he is addressing him, you are that mighty, armed person, Mahabhava, why don't you control your senses? It is not suppression, so we have to be very careful. Gita neither prescribes suppression nor uncontrolled expression. Gita prescribes channelization or sensory energy, mental energy. So, intelligent regulation is what is advised here. Don't let your senses go in whatever direction it wants. And it gives them, gives the senses a proper direction. This is the point we have to understand here. Tasmath on all sides in Driany Driyartybya tasya pratnya So such a person's pratnya knowledge is pradhida stidam established. So <coughs> with this verse Lord Krishna actually concludes Siddha Pratya Sadhanaani topic. How to become a sthita pratnya. sadhana part, he concludes. Now again, one picks up the lekshana of Siddha Pratnya. So, what happens is, when you listen to a teacher, and the teacher goes on telling you the same thing. So far you must have heard, (laughs) what is that Samadha Mahabharata? Control your senses, control your senses and all that. Every verse is one way or other it is said control your senses. So what happens? Your might give up, you see. This is called sleep of your intellect. Intellect goes to sleep. And you may be looking at me practically open-eyed, but your intellect has given up. <laughs> so suddenly then, see, in, in Vedanta class, there is a technique the teachers use to wake you up. In kindergarten and other classes, when the children are sleepy, what they do? Children, now get up, sit up, get up, sit up, and run to the bathroom and come. <laughs> like that they'll say. So some activity you give, they become very alert afterwards. But in Vedanta class, Gita class, I asked you to get up and run. You'll never come back. <laughs> <laughs> it is dangerous. So, there is a technique they use, it is called, a, suddenly a contradictory idea is given. Hmm. When a contradictory idea is given, suddenly, what did you say? <laughs> ah, that is idea, a shock. Now, here you see, Yanisha <laughs> Sarva Yet Jagarti Jagrati Yasyam Jagrati Bhutanim Jagrati That what is night? To Sarva Bhautana to all people, all living beings. What is night for all living beings? Tasyams Jagarti Samyami. The self-control is wakeful. What is night for everybody? To a Jeevan Mukta Vrishastha it is day. Wakeful. Yesya Jagrati Bhutani, that in which all living beings are awake. Sa Nisha Pashyataha That is night for the wise man. Now, what do you understand? Whatever that is night for us, it is day for him. Whatever day for him is night for us. Isn't it? Whatever that is, when he is awake, <coughs> we are asleep. When we are asleep, he is awake. <coughs> what do you understand? Even Mukta Purusha is like an owl <laughs> or a night watchman. <clears throat> both Jnani and Atnani both live in the same world. Then, what is the difference in their response? so what is the night for all being that is the day for wise man and what is the day for all being that is the night, night for the puni. sarva tasyam samyami so this is where you must have heard the story that our ganesh bhagwan was writing down vyasa bhagwan was dictating there was a condition Vyasa Bhagavan put, unless you understand all the aspects of the verse, don't write. So, whenever Vyasa Bhagavan wanted a coffee break, he threw verses like that. <laughs> it is said in, uh, in Mahabharata, something like 5000 verses are like this. In Bhagavad Gita also a few of them are there. You saw Nasatam Vithite Bhava, Na, Bhava with the second chapter, beginning we saw that. So, now, but whether the story happened or not, this kind of verses are there, (laughs) throughout you will see, in Gita itself, you will see. So, the word night in this verse should not be taken in the literal meaning. It is used to convey the idea of darkness resulting from obstruction of vision. Nisha here means atnana nidra. Sleep of ignorance. Ya nisha sarva bhutana. So that which is ignorant, covered. Ignorance means covered. That which is in the night you cannot see. So that which you cannot see clearly, normal person cannot see clearly, it is nidra for him or one who is asleep to that, to that, that is very clear to Jeevan Mukta Purusha. So that which is not clear to general people, is very clear to Mahatmas. What is that? Atma Dattum is for general people, ignorant people, it is not clear to us. So, we are asleep to it. <laughs> we are as though asleep to it. Nidra, it is called. So, jiva is Anati Kalam Nidra. We are continuously in sleep. We may not agree, we are awake and all that, you say. No, but when it comes to truth, we are asleep. <laughs> so, to that truth, this person, jivanmukta Purusha, is awake. And what we are awake to the world which is ignorant, isn't it? To the world that is names and form, this we are awake. And to that, that person is asleep. <laughs> Means what? He doesn't recognize Namarupa. It is a person who has got the Advaita, Advaita knowledge. Advaita buddhi if he has God, then what, he suppose a person, two persons sitting there at the seashore and watching the waves coming and falling. One person's vision is there are waves and coming and lashing at the shore. Another person is thinking that these waves are nothing but water. So the one who has the water vision never get confused about the waves. The person who has the wave's vision, what happens, he gets carried away with the waves. Some waves are big, some waves are small, and the color, shape, etc. get affected. But other person will not get affected because his vision is in the water. So the same here also, that in which all beings are awake to the world of names and form, Seer and seer, experience duality, worldly pleasures, etc. to that they are wide awake and they think that this is waking state, but it another dream only. <laughs> what people consider as day, wise man sees it as night. Even the glory achievement. The world and the worldly achievement and glory they consider it is ignorance total ignorance everything is all achievements glory everything is in. so the first line ends with samyami and the second with muni so here the teaching is also given indirectly if you want to be a the prajna Ajivan Mukta Purusha You have to have these two One is called Samyami Yama means control over the mind and senses That's why in Ashtanga Yoga Yama and Yama are given So Yama means control over the mind and senses Samyami means The one who has this mastery Total control over the senses Samyami Then Muni the one who sees things clearly. Muni means manana The one who reflect upon these thoughts. So unless you are a samyami and muni, one cannot be astitaprajna. So this is the point. So that which is very clearly seen, that is dark ignorance for the Mahatma that which is ignorance to us for him it is knowledge so in the light of knowledge when he look at it what we consider it is knowledge is ignorance for him what we consider it is ignorance for him it is knowledge what we consider ignorance Bhagwan is not there <laughs> I don't see him where is he? What is he? This is, for a even Mukta Buddha, it's very clear. Hmm. But for us, it is still darkness. But what we consider it is clear, is this world, and this happiness, pleasure, etc. to that, that person is totally considered as ignorance. That's the point. Now, continuing. Krishna Himself gives very beautiful examples. So, so which is, somebody asked, which is the best commentary on Gita? Uh, so, Gita itself is a commentary, he says. <laughs> Because whenever Bhagavan gives an idea, he explains it immediately. And here you see the explanation to that. <laughs> Samudra provision yatvate. mayam pratishtam apaha pravishanti so the just as water flows into the ocean that is full and still so too into the wise person desires enter but he remains unperturbed. Another example is given to enhance the election of Siddha-prithnya. So this is not a complicated example like the previous one, it is very simple. Say <laughs> the ocean, millions and trillions of rivers pump water into it. How many millions and trillions of gallons of water pumped into the ocean? The ocean never say it is houseful. No more pumping. Never say that. It is remain the same. And let us say one day all the rivers go on a strike. We are not going to pump any more water. Does the ocean is affected by that? It never get affected. That is the state of a mind of a Mahatma. If things are around, it doesn't affect it. Because Mahatmas, when they are devotees, come and give him so many things. All Padarthas, these are all reversed, <laughs> coming in. <laughs> come in flood into him. So many things people offer. He never gets fascinated by that. Or somebody, he denies of certain comfort and facilities, then also he is not affected. So that is the point he is making here. So, apuryamānam achalaprasittam patishtam. So, this samudram samudram means the... Vartate iti samudra. Mudra means what? The signs, isn't it? Gesture, mudra. In Abhinaya it is used, in dance and all that, mudra is used. There are 24 mudra or something there. So they use it for communicating. <laughs> so, another meaning is mudra, our ocean also got mudra. What is that? Chanta mudra, Choba mudra. Sometime it is very shant, then suddenly it will become turbulent. So these are the two type of mudra this ocean has. Then mudra also, budam radhiti mudra, that which gives you pleasure, happiness. That is also called mudra. So olden time, you know, these are our coins, the coins or gold coins and all that is called mudra. Why? Because the mudra of a king was there. So it is mudra. Of course, gold coin if you see there will be mudam, happiness. <laughs> and ocean also ratnagara. So it is all ratnas, jewels and all that, it is there in the, in the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> so from all side water come there, but because of so much of pouring water, does the ocean say enough of this? <clears throat> it is over flooded. no it never saved same way even amidst all the pleasure and plenty this man is not affected that's why Suthama was blessed with all plenty and prosperity but he was not affected by that His wife and children wanted it so he got it for them But he never get carried away by that. So that is the state of... Why there is no Vikara? Because once the river enters the ocean, it becomes ocean. There is no more Gangaji, Yamanaji. (laughs) It is one with the ocean. It is something like, you know, suppose you have a lunch box. You are carrying a lunch box. In the beginning, it is very light, then slowly, slowly you start becoming heavier, heavier, and that. Anything, you your handbag also you are carrying, while carrying it is good, but afterwards it become heavy. That's the time you give it to the husband, please, <laughs> take it. So, suppose you sit down and open the lunch box and eat the food, then what happens? Tanbahi it becomes one with you. Once it becomes one with you, no, no weight. <laughs> Isn't it? There is no more weight. No bhaara. Ah, the same way, atmaru, it becomes ātmaru. So all the senses, sense pleasures, everything is offered to Parama. So then what happens? There is no dif- dis- distinction. There is no difference. So kamit. So tatta kamayam Pravishanti Sarve. So all desires enter him, but he is unmoved. So, kama, desire for objects or object of desire, so this is kama, will not enter. So that which you don't have, kama means, that which you don't have, you want to have, is called kama. This Mahatma, he doesn't have Kama because he has everything. <coughs> there is nothing lacking in him. <coughs> Similar verses are there in other Upanishads also. So, Yadha Nathya Sintyamana Samatre Astham Ketchandhi Nama Rube Tata Vidvan Vimutta Parat param, Sarupe, Thirivyam Undo Komaniṣad also given this same type of voice. So, Tattat kāma yam praviṣandhi sarve Sashāntim apnūti He alone attained peace Na kāma kāmi Not the person who run after objects kāma kāmi person who keep on running after That's how Swamiji used to say, inside Rama, outside Rama. So that's the way you should live. (laughs) So outside show drama, but inside Rama. That's the best, beautiful way of saying it. The whole teaching is given in that, you see. Inside Rama, outside drama. Two more verses, then I will leave you. For some time. Vihayakamanya Sarvanya Saraman Pumam Charati ni spraha. Narmamo nidradankara. Sashanti madig How to become peaceful? This is the verse. Okay, <coughs> the key is given here. That person who giving up all desire for sense gratification, moves around from free from longing, yearning, and free from ego, without the sense of mine and I-ness and minus, he attained peace. So kama means that which you don't have, you want to have. Spriha means longing, longing for repeated experience, repeated performance. That is called spraha. You experience something, memory is retained in the subconscious, your mind wants repeated the performance. This is called praha. longing for enjoyment this is called praha. where there are no objects. But kama is something that you don't have, I want to have. Why? Well, this, this is the difference. These two, one who do not have Then what comes, problems start from where? I, I want. The aham, ahankara is the main problem. Then mamakara, wherever there is ahankara, Then Mamakara comes, this is mine. And to give you an example to prove that point, I have told this uh, many places, every time I tell, I enjoy it myself. So, you enjoy or not, I enjoy it. (laughs) See, this uh, person was getting married, young man was getting married, and uh, after marriage, they had a reception. And nowadays, marriage takes place in a hotel, and that also Saturday. And the Murtham always—I don't know how they manage to have Murtham at 2:30 in the afternoon. But why? Because then immediately evening they can have reception. So the Murtham is 2:30. So by 3:30, for the marriage is over. Then they will go to the room and change. Then they come back and have the reception. This is how. Arrangement So convenient, wedding and all nowadays, like that. And one wedding I went, you know, there is a, there is one particular step you have to follow in the wedding is that Arundhati darshan You know, the sister, she wife, is called Arundhati. You have to see them, Saptarashis so, you have to see and then Arundhati you have to see so that understanding that you will be devoted like garunthri there is idea now in the in the hotel five star hotel where you will see arunthri nakshatra that also 230 in the afternoon so what they did modern technology they projected the whole sky on the roof they showed that <laughs> These are all very interesting, <laughs> humorous things. <laughs> Modern technique. Anyway, <laughs> so that part is over. Now, this reception, what happened was this boy ordered a tuxedo, and then the tuxedo was not fitting him. The last moments of something happened. So then he he knows that his friend has got the same type of tuxedo. So he asked, Can you borrow? Can I borrow it from? Oh yeah, he lent that tuxedo to him, a brown color tuxedo. And this reception was going on, that time this man who lent the tuxedo to this bridegroom, he was standing in a such a strategic position, everybody come and ask him, where is the bride and bridegroom? So he said, see that person standing there, wearing the brown tuxedo, that person is a bridegroom, and I tell you one thing, that tuxedo is mine. <laughs> How? Somebody went and told him this person is telling this. Everywhere. Then that bridegroom got so angry, he came down leaving everything. Why are you talking about the tuxedo? At least today, one day I give me some respect. <laughs> Don't say this. Okay, okay. So another person came, he asked where is the bridegroom, he said, see that person standing there with the brown tuxedo, yeah, but I tell you one thing, I don't know whose tuxedo it is. (laughs) 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 Again, that person got so mad and came out and said, why are you ever mentioning about this, don't even mention about it. Keep quiet. Okay. Third person came. He said, uh, That person with wearing this brown tuxedo is bridegroom. Yeah, thank you very much. But I tell you one thing the tuxedo is not mine. <laughs> Still, the thought of myness will not go. <laughs> Whatever you do. <laughs> so, suppose you borrow something no, like China ware, from your neighbors. That person will come with it, and the whole time they'll be watching how you are holding it, or dropping it. Their heart is like that. This is called mamakaara. If these are not there, vyaagaman, saraman, pumam, shradhispriha, nirmamah, nirankara, sachantim adiketchati. So this is this is. This is there in our Bhagavadam also. Twenty-four gurus, there is one little bird was carrying a small piece of meat. All the big, big birds were coming and attacking that little one. And finally she realized, she dropped that piece. then, shanti, param shanti. Nobody attacked her. The same way as long as you hold on to one particular thing, desire. I tell you, Whole problem comes. <laughs> you give up that, you see, Shanti Param Shanti. If you say this, it has to be like this, then what, next day, tomorrow morning you get up and decide. I'm not going to get mad today. I'm not going to lose my temper today. You tell. Nobody heard it, only you say. Then you see how difficult not to lose temper that day. <laughs> the moment you open the tap, water will not be there. Hot water will not be there. And you look for your toothpaste, paste will not be there. Suddenly, there is no paste. What happened to the paste? <laughs> then you look down, the whole floor will be filled. Just think, your son has done the job. Now what can you do? So anything you do that day, you have to be very alerted not to get angry because the nature will tease you, <laughs> make you get angry, that is the way it is. So that, even that thought is not there, see, okay, take it as it comes. Life, if you are able to accept as it comes, we are much safer. <laughs> see, when you pluck a flower, a rose flower, when you go and pluck, what happened? A thorn comes and bites you, isn't it? You don't want to change the design of the rose flower. You are not going to send a letter to Brahmaji. Next time you produce the rose, please don't put any thorn. No, you accept it as it is. Your dog barking, you accept the dog, that is his nature. Same thing will not happen when it comes to our relations. Isn't it? You are not able to accept a person as he is. That is his nature, that's the way it is. Now I take it. Now, we want him or her to behave in a particular way. Only then it is acceptable to you. This is where the problem is. A Jeevan Mukta Gurusha is able to accept you as you are, without judging you, without branding you. That is the greatness of Mahatma. That's what it is given. There is no particular standard that he creates in your mind. So whatever that is, he is ready to accept this openness of mind ventilate your thinking. You feel air-conditioned atmosphere with reference to your mind. <laughs> this, that last one. Esha Pramistiti Partha Esha Pramistiti Partha Nainam <speaking> Prabya Vimuhyati Sitwasya manta kalepi. Sitwasya manta Moksha is not a mystic experience, it is enjoying a poised mind all the time. So, Esha Brahmi-sthiti partha, partha Esha Brahmi-sthiti, state of Brahman Enaprapya, having obtained reach Na vimukhyati Does not get deluded Such a Brahmi state, having reached One does not get deluded Antakale Abhi Asyam stitva ruchyati Even at the last moment, even the time of death, if one is able to establish in that state oneness with Brahman, establish in this state, even at the last moment, he attains one with Brahman, attain moksha, liberation. So, even last moment of, let us say, he is able to balance his mind and give up all his desires, etc. And he is able to appreciate the truth that he is. Then also he will be able to abide in that brahman. vimukhyati, <clears throat> Having attained this, one does not get deluded if you don't get this state you will get deluded that's the point <laughs> once a person attains this knowledge thereafter there is no fall back into samsara there are no more conflict in light abiding in this even the time of death if you come to know this what is my nature then that person gains Brahma Even old age, end of life also, if somebody abides in this, he gains Moksha. Then, what to talk about that blessed one who from the Dramacharya Asrama onwards he gone into Sanyasa and attained mukti. what to talk about that person. So, it doesn't mean that when Bhagwan said, Antakale Bhi, Brahma Okay, that is good, thank you very much. We will think about it at the last moment. Now let us have a good time. <laughs> no, don't say that. Because whenever we, whenever we talk about this Siddha the what is that we understand that? It is a joyous living. <laughs> Siddha Pritanya is the one who really enjoys life. Every moment of his life he enjoys. And if that is what our goal of life, then don't postpone it. <laughs> Let us have it now. It is our birthright. Now whenever you speak of Siddha Pritanya, people ask, Swamiji, have you met any Siddha Pritanya? Their question is interesting, because they are sure you are asking me, so they are sure I am not. <laughs> <laughs> that is ok, wonderful. But the only answer I can give is, not only that I know Siddha Pratya, I had the greatest fortune of being with him, serving him, and the recipient of his love also. That is our Puji Gurudev. He, all the 18 verses, Lakshanas, if you match with him, he is that there. there is no doubt about it. He enjoyed this Brahmic bliss while living. He was liberated while living and he shared his joy with, came in contact with him. And one time somebody met him, they never forgot that. Even after 50 years, 60 years, they have not forgotten. So that, that is a living example. Gurudev was a living example to inspire all of us that it is not, this is the pre is not only in the pages of bhagavad Gita or any scriptures but it is livable and one who has demonstrated is our Gurudev. <laughs> hmm. Thus we complete this Om Tat Sat. Gidhi Shri Bhagavad Gita Su Upanishad Su Brahma vidyayan Yoga Shastre Sri Krishna Jnasambhadev Sankhya Yogunama Dudhya Yaha. Let us read the first words again so that this, is, this break is for next chapter. And during this break, you should not keep quiet, okay? you should do reading Swadhyaya. Mm. Because Maranam is very important and reflecting upon what we have heard is also very important. And the uh, more you reflect upon it you will see the meaning comes to you more clearly. I am not telling this uh, just for saying this is my experience because I must have given talk for this second chapter. How many times, 20 years or 20 to 30 years I am doing this? How many rounds I must have given, I have no idea myself. But every time I look at this, it's different, <laughs> totally different. <laughs> the depth is different. So that is why it is all manana so Therefore, don't take it that, oh, I heard once there is enough. No, any number of time you hear, it is still give you something new let as rit sanjaya vacha sanjaya vacham tam tatha kripaya vistam sanjaya kusha ashvapurna bulekshanam ashvapurna bulekshanam vishedandamidam Uh, so that we are going to continue our study. Then, when you finish one round, round we will come back again and give you the next chapter. Okay. 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 Om Purnamadam, Purnamidam, Purnar, Purnam Dachade, Purnam 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 Purnasya Purnamada, F Purnameva, Vishisheshade. Om Shanti, Shanti, Shanti Adiv Om Shikuru Piyo Namah Aribom.